are Locked On Blackhawks, your daily podcast on the Chicago Blackhawks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into Locked On Blackhawks. Today is Friday, September 18th, 2020. I am your host, Jack Bushman, tuning in for the 211th episode of Locked On Blackhawks. As always, be sure to subscribe to the podcast for free wherever you may listen to your podcast, whether that be through Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, etc. You'll be able to get the latest episode as soon as it comes out each day, so please be sure to go do that. Also, please go follow our Twitter page, which can be found at capital L, capital O, underscore Blackhawks, with some really good stuff being posted there every day. Alright, ladies and gentlemen, I hope you all are enjoying your Friday afternoon so far. And to kick off the show today, we got some interesting Blackhawks news to talk about, as TSN's Elliot Friedman dropped a bit of a bomb on us in his 31 Thoughts column earlier in the week where he said that the Blackhawks are supposedly among a group of teams who have asked the Arizona Coyotes about the availability of their goaltender Darcy Kemper, who had a 928 save percentage and 16.7 goals saved above average in 29 starts during the regular season. And the 30-year-old netminder, he still has 30 uh he still has 30 years. He still has 2 years left on a contract that carries a 4.5 million dollar cap hit and that's interesting because Friedman also noted in his 31 thoughts column that Chicago Blackhawks pending unrestricted free agent goaltender Corey Crawford and Stan Bowman in the front office were not originally seeing eye-to-eye on the dollar value of a contract extension after the Hawks reportedly offered Crow a one-year somewhere around the $3.5 million mark, and it appears that Crawford doesn't seem to think the $3.5 million was good enough, and the fact that there are, uh, the Blackhawks are interested in Kemper and he has a $4.5 million cap hit, that's interesting. Uh, on one hand, I would like to have the younger Kemper on the roster. He has proven himself as a legit number one goaltender in the NHL. In the playoffs against the Colorado Avalanche, he was phenomenal. Uh, basically the only reason why some of those games were close. But at the same time, I wouldn't want to be giving up any major assets back to Arizona to acquire him when we could offer Crawford the same deal and not lose anything in return. So it's definitely an interesting situation breaking out in Chicago. And I'm guessing Crawford is wanting somewhere closer to that $4.25 to $4.5 million range. It's been rumored that he knows he's not going to get the $6 million per season that he made on his last contract. But it doesn't sound like he's too happy with the Blackhawks cutting that number nearly in half for his new deal. So... In my personal opinion, I think Stan Bowman in the front office should do whatever it takes to get a deal done with Crow. He's shown with his play recently that he still is a number one goaltender and still has a lot, a lot of solid hockey ahead of him. And I also feel this way because the market is just so thin for the Blackhawks if we do not re-sign Crawford. And as I said, a- adding a goaltender by subtracting via trade, I don't think is the wisest move for this team at this stage. So I think re-signing Crow is definitely the safest bet for the Blackhawks to sure up their starting goaltender position for the 2020-2021 season. It's also been interesting to hear that 
uh, Bowman has supposedly not spoken with any of the Blackhawks pending restricted free agents at all so far because he is waiting for Crawford to make a decision with his contract. And while I do understand how much Crawford's decision will affect our cap space this offseason, for Stan to not be talking with those guys at all, that's definitely a bit concerning, especially with guys like Dylan Strome and Dominic Kubelik. That almost feels a little bit disrespectful because our restricted free agents, those two guys right now are some serious impact players. Even guys like Drake Kajula and Slater Cuckoo, they're a really uh, good couple of depth pieces on this team. And right now, it doesn't sound like they've had any contact with the Blackhawks front office about a possible contract extension. And I'm sure those conversations are going to be coming soon. But man, it's it's definitely another odd tactic from Stan Bowman. So at the moment, no contract talks with Dylan Strome, Dominic Kubelik, Drake Kajula, or Slater Cuckoo. And we are down to just three weeks before free agency begins, so hopefully we'll have word about Corey Crawford's decision soon, or else the Blackhawks may be dealing with another chaotic situation involving their restricted free agents, much like what happened with Dale Talon, and that ended up costing him his job with the Blackhawks. So there's the latest news surrounding the Chicago Blackhawks and all of their pending free agents this offseason. Coming up in just a minute, I am going to talk a little bit about the Tampa Bay Lightning winning the Eastern Conference to set up a date with the Dallas Stars in the Stanley Cup Final. But first, I need to talk to you all about Roman. Roman handles everything from treatment to delivery of brand name ED medication. Genuine, doctor-prescribed medication from U.S. licensed physicians. Go to GetRoman.com slash LockedOnNHL today, and if approved, you'll get $15 off your first order of ED treatment. Roman can be prescribed online and delivered right to your front door. So be sure to go to GetRoman.com slash LockedOnNHL today. And if you're approved, you'll get $15 off your first order of ED treatment from U.S. licensed physicians. I also need to talk to you all about DoorDash, which is the best place to order the food you love online or through the DoorDash app. DoorDash has all your favorite eats near you for order delivery and for pickup with real-time order updates, contact-free delivery, plus loads of restaurant reviews from other users. Right now, you can get $5 off and zero delivery fees on your first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter the promo code LOCKEDONNHL in all caps. Once again, DoorDash is the best place to order your favorite food online for order delivery or for pickup. And if you use the promo code LOCKEDONNHL in all caps, you can get $5 off and zero delivery fees on your first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app today. This is the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. 
your team every day. Thanks for listening today. I am your host, Jack Bushman. Be sure to check out my personal Twitter page, at JackBushman2, and my Blackhawks Twitter page, at TalkinHockey, for all the latest Blackhawks news and updates. Also, be sure to subscribe and follow Locked On Blackhawks for free wherever you may listen to your podcasts and also on Twitter to get the latest episode as soon as it comes out every day. So we just finished talking about the latest updates involving the Chicago Blackhawks' interest in Arizona Coyotes goaltender Darcy Kemper. Now I wanted to talk a bit about the 2020 Stanley Cup Final being set with the Tampa Bay Lightning defeating the New York Islanders 2-1 in overtime last night, which was Game 6 of the Eastern Conference Final. And that was another close game between those two teams. The Isles made it to overtime once again thanks to Simeon Varlamov's play in net. Tampa Bay actually outshot New York 48-27, to but they were tied just 1-1 through 60 minutes. Uh, but Ultimately, Anthony Sorelli sneaks one past Varlamov in front to give the Lightning their first Stanley Cup playoff berth since losing to our Blackhawks in 2015. And for the Lightning, who I've mentioned a million times lately, they're my pick to win the Stanley Cup, and they've been my pick since even before the playoffs started. For the Lightning, Braden Point, he was healthy enough to go last night. That was a good sign for them, and his status will certainly be something to keep an eye on before the final begins. But Tampa Bay, much like the Stars, actually, Right now, they can win a hockey game in any fashion. They can play shutdown defense where they win a game 2-1, to one, but they can also go out and score eight goals. They have the offensive firepower to go out and make a game ugly, much like they did in game one versus the Islanders. But Dallas has been playing the same way so far in these playoffs in hell. They've defeated the Colorado Avalanche and the Vegas Golden Knights so far, two teams that everyone thought were capable of winning the Stanley Cup this season. So definitely do not count the Stars out. I know Tampa Bay is going to be the favorite heading into the series, but the Stars can hang with anyone, man, especially when Anton Kudobin is playing as well as he is right now. I love that picture that's going around the internet of Kudobin shirtless eating some duck with a beer in his hand from behind a bar, just living his best life. And hey, the, the guy deserves it. He deserves all the success he, he's getting right now. He's been a backup in this league for forever, basically, even though he's been a very good one throughout his entire career. He's really never had the opportunity to be a number one goaltender or be the guy per se and he just took that job and ran with it in Dallas in this postseason and he's one of the main reasons why the Stars are having so much success right now and if he continues to play that way against Tampa there's no doubt the Stars have to have a chance to pull off another upset here so that is going to be a really fun Stanley Cup final two teams playing on top of their game right now and game one of that series kicks off tomorrow night actually Saturday night at 6 30 p.m central time not a whole lot of time off for the lightning in between games and we'll see if that has an effect on their play against a well-rested Dallas squad uh, I also quickly want to give a shout out to Barry Trotz and the New York Islanders for Just for real, what a hell of a season that these guys put together. Absolutely no one had the Islanders going this far in the playoffs, and that's two seasons in a row now where Barry Trotz has silenced the critics and 
proven that his defensive system clearly still works in the NHL. He, he's a tremendous head coach, and he's got a tremendous team in front of him as well. And if they can keep Matt Barzell around, then this is going to be a really dangerous franchise for a long time, as long as that man is calling the shots from behind the bench. So there's the latest news from the Stanley Cup playoffs, as we now have both teams locked into the Stanley Cup final with Game 1 between the Dallas Stars and the Tampa Bay Lightning once again kicking off at 6.30 p.m. Central Time tomorrow night. Now I think that will take us to our daily Blackhawks 2020 postseason recap segment where I take a look at one player and discuss how they fared for the Blackhawks in their nine-game postseason run. But first, I need to talk to you all about Bilt Bar, which is the protein bar that tastes just like a candy bar. Built Bar is back and they now have 18 flavors. Six of them are new. The six new flavors are Caramel Brownie, Cookies and Cream, Cherry Barcia, Lemon Almond Cheesecake, Carrot Cake, and Apple Almond Crisp. All of which, much like the other 12 flavors, are covered in 100% real chocolate and are soft, easy to chew, and great for the keto diet. Not only are all the bars low calorie and low sugar, but they are also a great source for protein and fiber. So be sure to go to BuiltBar.com today and use our promo code LOCKEDON in all caps to get $10 off your first order. One more time, be sure to check out BuiltBar.com for a delicious and healthy snack option. And be sure to use the promo code LOCKEDON in all caps for $10 off your first Built Bar order. This is the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast. As always, I am your host, Jack Bushman. You can reach me on Twitter at JackBushman2 or at TalkinHockey, or you can also always email the Lockdown Blackhawks email, which is LockdownBlackhawks at gmail.com for any questions you have about the show, myself, or anything that has to do with the remainder of the Stanley Cup playoffs. Okay, we just finished up talking about the Tampa Bay Lightning winning the Eastern Conference Final to advance to the Stanley Cup and face the Dallas Stars. Now it's time for our daily Blackhawks 2020 postseason recap segment on the podcast, with today's feature being Blackhawks 24-year-old fourth-line winger Matthew Highmore. So, Highmore is a player that has had my interest for the last couple of years in the Blackhawks system, and he finally got his first legit look in the NHL during the regular season this year, where he did a pretty good job of establishing himself as a role player on the fourth line, along with David Kampf and Ryan Carpenter. And that fourth line remained intact for the majority of the postseason run for the Blackhawks. And in the qualifying round against Edmonton, their play was quite noticeable on both sides of the puck. As not only were they doing a solid job of preventing elite goal scorers like Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl prime opportunities at even strength, but they were also chipping in on the offensive side of things, which didn't happen very often during the regular season. In Game 3 against Edmonton, which that was a really crucial contest with the best-of-five series knotted at one apiece, 
Matthew Highmore brought his A game as he picked up a secondary assist early on in the game on early Mata's, Oli Mata's goal, and he also went on to score a huge game-time goal late in the third period on a redirect from the slot, and that goal really changed the tides for the Blackhawks in that series. They re- it really got the boys buzzing down the stretch, and what do you know? Jonathan Taze went on to score the game-winning goal with just over a minute to play, which gave the Blackhawks a 2-1 one lead in that series, which was just huge at the time. And Highmore wasn't done yet with his offensive outpour in the series. Is He scored yet another redirect goal in the very next game, which was Game 4, and that gave the Blackhawks an early 2-1 to one lead in the contest. And of course, they would go on to win that game 3-2 to two to advance to the first round of the playoffs against the Vegas Golden Knights. And without Highmore's two huge goals in Game 3 and Game 4, I'm really not not sure if they get there. So, some great stuff from Matthew Highmore in the fourth line in that qualifying round series. They would go on a bit of a cold streak in the first few games versus Vegas, but Highmore would find the back of the net one more time, kind of off a lucky bounce. He actually banked the puck in the net from below the goal line off of Robin Leonard's mask. That came in game four of the series, which was the only game the Blackhawks won. And that I just realized that when Matthew Highmore scored a goal for the Blackhawks in the playoffs, they were three and zero. And actually, that's not too surprising because when your fourth line can contribute on the off- offensive side of things, then you usually have a pretty good chance to win the game. That game four goal would be the final point of Highmore's postseason, sadly. But wow, what a run it was for the undrafted rookie. Who he, he certainly earned himself some more looks in the Blackhawks' bottom six because of his play in the playoffs. In total, Highmore finished with three goals and one assist for four points in his nine games played with a minus one plus minus rating, two penalty minutes, eight shots on goal, 14 hits, and an incredible 37.5 shooting percentage while averaging 10 minutes and eight seconds of time on ice per game. I think we can all agree that Matthew Highmore played much better than anyone expected in the playoffs, as his three goals were more than he tallied in 36 games during the regular season. But not only that, but all three of his goals were clutch goals for the Blackhawks. Like, Matthew Highmore rose to the occasion. He owned the opportunity, and I couldn't be happier for a tenacious guy like Highmore who he's been in the Blackhawks' pipelines the last couple of years. He's battled back from a tough shoulder surgery two seasons ago, and now he looks to be a regular on the fourth line to begin next season at least. So considering all this... Not only his strong offensive play, but he was also playing well defensively. He was putting pucks on net. I mean, one per game from a fourth liner is really solid. And he also stayed out of the box and helped kill penalties. So, for me, I seriously couldn't ask Matthew Highmore for anything else. So believe it or not, ladies and gentlemen, this is our second-to-last Blackhawks 2020 postseason recap segment, and believe it or not, Matthew Highmore is going to be the first player I give an A-plus because there was seriously nothing more I could ask of this guy. He played physical, he played with a passion, and played hard in all three zones, he helped kill penalties, and he also scored a bunch of huge goals for the boys, so... I think Matthew Highmore is well-deserving of the first A-plus in our Blackhawks 2020 postseason recap segment for what he did in the nine games for the Blackhawks throughout the postseason. 
Alright, so I think that is going to wrap up Matthew Highmore's 2020 postseason recap and Friday, September 18th's episode of Lockdown Blackhawks. Thank you again for tuning into the show, and be sure to subscribe and follow the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast for free right now on your favorite podcast app, and you'll get the latest episode as soon as it comes out every day. And after the show, ask your smart device to play the Lockdown NHL podcast for all the latest news before Game 1 of the Stanley Cup Final kicks off at 6.30 p.m. Central Time tomorrow night. Thank you again for tuning into today's episode. I am your host, Jack Bushman. You can catch me on Twitter at my personal account, at JackBushman2, or my Blackhawks account, at TalkinHockey, for all the latest Blackhawks news and updates. For any questions at all regarding anything related to the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast, you can always email LockdownBlackhawks at gmail.com or call 708-653-0572 to leave a voicemail. So until Monday's episode, be sure to enjoy your weekend responsibly, and thanks again for listening to the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day.